on 011-883-0702. All right, uh, beautiful message coming from Lee. says, hi, Orbs. I want to tell you that your Friday night shows are my favorite shows of the week. Thank you for all your hard work, kind regards. And uh, thank you very much, Lee. Really appreciate that. Uh, and then somebody else says, hi, Orbs. I like uh, this show. How do I get a hold of the uh, person, okay, so uh, I think this person is looking for a guest that we had at some point. But yeah, for me too, I love this. I love this Friday edition of Night Talk. Uh, it's a little more, it's a little laid back. Uh, we talk about a greater diversity of issues. Uh, and um, yeah, I love the fact that we try and get into some of the human aspects of being South African. Uh, we continue in this hour with South Africans doing great things. Atenkos Nzala is my guest. He is uh, uh, executive director and founder of Africa Can Foundation and uh, a very, very extraordinary young man Atenkosi is. Atenkosi, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Much appreciated, sir. Kubulela, I'm by just inviting us and coming to just share about uh, what we do and who we are as well. So we really do appreciate it and also to the listeners as well. Thank you so much, Atengosi. Let's go back and uh, explain to our listeners what the foundation is all about, the Africa Can Foundation. When did it start? Why did it start? start? What was the inspiration behind it? Um, the inspiration behind Africa Can is, is derived from the fact that um, many schools uh, in South Africa are not factories of hope. They are instead graveyard sites that kill a lot of potential that is inside students. Mm. Um, Africa Can believes that everyone is born with a potential to become something. But then uh, the education system we have currently is the one that offers students only just seven subjects, which are seven platforms for them to express this multi-potential. But you find that other schools will have swimming pools as as, uh, platforms, other schools will have coding as platforms, et cetera, et cetera. And so we found that there's a need for mentorship to connect students who are in high school to university students who are already doing something that they desire to do. So what the first thing that we do is to profile the students and then match them with a mentor who will be in university and then match them with a mentor who will be in corporate doing what they actually want to do in the future. Yeah. So what we are now also uh, sort of like started doing this year since we started three years ago um, is that we are creating platforms, working with other organizations like Ama Crowing and Fundo. Yes. Um, who we are creating platforms like uh, coding, platforms like science, chemistry, platforms like entrepreneurship, which we just did um, two weeks ago. And the main thing here um, is to say that we want to create platforms that are outside the seven subjects so that at the end of the day, the multi-potential that is inside students can be expressed and that they can be able to find their purpose in the expression of this multi-potential. So tell me, Atengosi, I'm told that you yourself are a pupil at school at the moment. How do you... First of all, tell me which grade you are in and how do you find the time to manage the Africa Can Foundation with all of the offerings that it offers young people? Yeah. Uh, uh, how, how do you do that? Where are you academically and how do you then do all of the work <laughs> that you do? Uh, 
so so Mlepu Dominant Suga, I am from the Eastern Cape. I did my high school there at Bishaw High School. Yes. Um so I finished my grade twelve there. Then I came to the University of Cape Town. Oh I see. So you know you, you yourself aren't at at high school. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. All right, all right. Um, so currently, um, finished my degree last year in civil engineering, Upper AUCT. Yes. And uh, currently now enrolled uh, for my master's in online learning design and education policy because education is our passion. It's what we live and breathe. Yes. Um, and currently working at Pearson um, as an assistant instructional designer. And so Africa Ten Pudwam is, is like it, it really sort of like involves the passion that is inside of me and inside a lot of other individuals who make these things possible. They have a passion for Africa Pudwam so that the education system um, that is in Africa can have a, a really good backbone. And um, it's something then that one is able to find time for. Um, we find time during Saturdays. We find time during the week. I mean, any kind of student that is actually in need of help. We can always find time for, um, and we, we that comes out of sacrifice, but at the end of the day, it is to really just make sure that students don't get to suffer and they get to receive every little bit of hope that they can from the interaction they can have with us. So all these things are possible to do, and we always make time for, for things that, that, that are a priority, things that, that um, involve um, the education of a child, because that is that is their key to success. Truly inspirational t- uh, stuff, uh, Tengosi. So, 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 where did it come from? I mean, I suppose, I suppose one would say that's a stupid question, Aubrey. But uh, l- a lot of us come from backgrounds where there is a lot of poverty, mm. squalor, and so yeah, forth. Yeah, and yeah. many of us have experienced it uh, firsthand. And many of us are, have gone even as far as desiring to help. But many of us don't get to the point where we actually practically do the things that you're doing to help yeah, other students. Yeah. So, so as much as somebody might say it's a stupid question, it's a question that wants to understand what is the driving force behind the inspiration that should be there for all of us, but here with Atenkosi, it actually finds true expre- expression. Yeah. Where does it come from? But, um, I could say that from night derived in, in, in many things. First of all, from night, it's, it's my grandmother. Uh, I grew up. Um, in a place whereby if someone could look back now, a few years ago, could say that this child would become nothing. I can summarize it like that. Um, I grew up in Zwelicha, in the destitute of Zwelicha, and my grandmother decided to take me in her house, and she educated me for them. Um, and she showed me love, and she showed me what kindness looked like. And um, oh, and in, in her conditions as well, in having to do that, I was I was very much inspired that, um, that, that something like that could happen. And I mean... We didn't grow up in Gini, um with everything. In my home, there wasn't everything. But what we had was love, and what we had was caring. The sacrifices she made, not only just for me, but for other students that I helped along the way. That that ignited the passion for me to make sure that other other students or other people get to receive what I never received, or rather, they get to receive what I currently have or was given. And so, the the, the derivation program is really from. There's the showing of love by, 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 by my grandmother, but also it's, it's just having, as you grow up and you get to understand that human interaction Budwam, is, 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 is so essential to a point where all these things of helping other people and giving time for other people, uh, is, we don't do these things because we are special. We do these things because we are human beings. It's out of, it's out of being a human being 
who can make a decision to say, I have something that someone doesn't have, and it's important to them as it is important to me. Let me share what I have. So, Budami, tell them to understand, just like um, a mentor of mine, Budmagabongwe, back from the Eastern Cape, he taught me about communal inheritance. He taught me about how being in a community and being able to share as a community is very important for all of us to succeed because what is the use of being human if I cannot express the human values, which is love, which is care, which is kindness, which is sharing. So if I have an education and I understand what it is to not have something, then it means that I can share with other people. And that's what the, 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 the sort of like the article from Beautiful News shows um, where I say that, that the, the, the South African community has understood that we can put our differences aside and be a unit so that other people who have lost homes in a fire can receive a donation, can receive something. It's not really something that's magnificent or great that other people cannot do. It's really just something that comes out of being a human being. And, 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 and it's, it's, it just comes from something of having to say, let's share what we have with other people. Let's share what we have with other people who do not have. I think because you started off when you were answering my question, said something that I found was quite profound. You said your grandmother showed you what kindness looks like. And as you were speaking, I then got the sense that maybe the reason why many of us don't actually go to the next level of our of our sentiments about wanting to help is because maybe somebody didn't teach us what kindness yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, and, yeah, and 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 yeah. I, I get the sense that uh, the very valuable lessons that you got from your grandmother of what kindness looks like um, were 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 important in making you able to actually practice not just mm-hmm. not just speak about uh, your kindness and, and, and philosophize and pontificate about wanting to help people but actually do something. What is, it that, what is it that she said or did to you that made you move from just talking and feeling bad for people in uh, worse off situations t- than you to a place where you actually do something, where you, you, know, where, yeah. where you, f- yeah. where you actually create the magic of doing something about it and making somebody feel the... The, the practice of kindness, not just the knowledge of kindness. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, I, would, I would gladly say that it, 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 it's a lot that she said, but at the same time, it's a lot that she did. Ah. Um, what my grandmother did, um, because my uncles used to uh, sit, sit around with us and tell us the situations that she had to go through to raise them themselves. And I find that she had to do a lot of sacrificing for my uncles so they can get an education. Um, and, and so for me, it's not really what she said. She said quite a lot. She, she, she said quite a lot to grandmother. But it's what she did for them. And what she did was believe in me. When she took me from, um, from Israelita and took me under her home, uh, she could have left me there and stay with my mother. But she took me in. And that for me, as I grew up, I understood and translated it as someone who believed in me. She saw in me something um, that other people didn't necessarily see when I was in Zulicha. But when I came to Pisho, she, she sent me there because she believed in me. And, 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 and one of the things that my grandmother used to say to me, especially before I came to UCT, was that, my child, you can be whatever you want to be. 
God has destined you for greatness. You can be whatever you want to be. You can go to wherever you want to go. I remember at some point I was doubting, and she affirmed that to me. And I believe, Budambana, as much as we are not going to have grandmothers, mothers, fathers say these things to us, and sometimes uncles, but it, it is those who have received these things, whether they are distant uh, neighbors, whether they are friends, it is, it is our extreme responsibility to make sure that we say it to the next person because we never know if maybe they need to hear it. And, and what makes me passionate about education is because it's a platform to actually share hope. It's not, it's not necessarily about me being good at mathematics or science, yeah. but it's because someone believed in me and they gave me hope. And when I translated that, as hope and being believed in uh, when I was older, it made me realize that there's so much we can do for one another. That when I see someone else struggling something, that um, that they don't necessarily have to struggle in, uh, or rather I'm not struggling in, then it means that I can affirm them, I can give them hope, I can believe in them. There's nothing as beautiful as when you believe in someone, Pukram. There's nothing as beautiful as when you can give someone hope in a very much hopeless situation. And we can do that in many ways. And people can receive that um, in many ways as well. O double one eight eight three oh seven oh two if you're in Cape Town O two one double four six oh five six seven. My guest is Atenko Sinzala, who's executive director and founder of Africa Can Foundation. And uh, we're just talking about some of the philanthropic work that he does uh, and just the underlying philosophies that uh, uh, that push his actions. And uh, I'm, I've got to tell you, I, I think also I'm blown away by some of the things that you're saying that uh, influence and motivate your actions. You're right. I think that we've got very few people in our lives, um, especially in our families, that still carry the the torch in the way that your grandmother carried it for you. I think that we are seeing less and less people do that kind of thing because of the pressures of life. And I I think I agree with you that uh, uh, those that have the privilege of having had their candle lit as yours was most certainly done, uh, you then have the the responsibility of lighting other people's candles. But, But very few people have the approach to kindness that you have theirs is always one that wants something in return. And I'm not saying people shouldn't no. get what they deserve um, when they've shown kindness. I'm not saying that, but I get a sense, and, and, and maybe you could give me your, your, your comments on this. I get a sense that kindness for kindness' sake seems to be dying a fast death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for, for me, with regards to that, I'm in total accuracy uh, with you, And uh, it, it also, so for instance, I can, if I can share just. So for the people that experienced the fire in Kailicha Town 2, um, yes, we received the donations from people. They sent them here in my place. They sent them to the school. For the donations that were full in my, in my, in my home, I had went to WhatsApp and asked, can someone who has a truck or know a friend who has a truck, can they please send it to, 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 to my place so that the, the clothes can go to the people? Yeah. But, um, uh, there was no one who had a truck, and I knew that it, it rested on my finances, and I had to Uber those clothes. There was a time, the first time we, we sent the first donation, there was a friend 
um, Heidi. She comes from the organization called Outliers. What they did is that they availed their car, their petrol, so that we can actually go to Kailich and distribute. We distributed to three schools, and they had to go around with us, getting lost uh, in some schools, waiting. This is time. This is money. This is These are resources. And they never got anything in return. I had to over the other donations that were here uh, to the school. And that, 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 that is quite costly when you're coming from Rosebank to Kailicha. I, I didn't expect to be given anything for that. And the sole reason is because those, like, the, the showing of kindness doesn't have to have a return. Because then we are being selfish. Mm-hmm. We, are, we, 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 are being, we are only doing it for our own gain. And, and I think that, that that's not going to last because what you're going to see um, coming, uh, sort of or rather being introduced in the next coming years as artificial intelligence, machines are coming, you're going to see that we are going to miss quite a lot of um, human values, values of love, values of care, values of kindness. And those things are going to become sort of like very much aspired or very much wanted by society. Because those things we are going to realize when the machines are there, that actually this is what it means to be human. This is what we actually miss or missed out on. So when we are able to show kindness without having to expect anything in return, that's what makes us human. Because then at that point, we know that someone else is gaining something. And that, that should be our gain. For me, that's, what, that, that's, that's the... And it's not, it's not for everyone. Because not everyone believes that. But that's what I believe. And I believe that if you give something to someone, it doesn't have to be, the return doesn't have to be something that comes to you. But you can find satisfaction in the fact that you have helped someone um, and you have given them something that they can use. So it definitely kindness and receiving kindness in return is something that is definitely running out because I'm believing that a lot of people are, are seeing that the human values are more important than, than anything else. Um, as time goes by, we are going to even see how important they are, the values of love, care, and kindness. Adinkosi, uh, give me three of the programs that you are involved with at the moment that are your highest priority and why. Okay, so the program that I'm involved in right now is, um, and I've just researched it, is Outliers. Um, so Outliers is an organization in Cape Town that says um, people that connect actually different organizations which are helping communities. And what they are doing is that they are availing resources and they are availing space for these organizations to do what they do best. Because sometimes people don't start something until there is a space and there are resources to actually do those things. Um, then the organization program that I'm, 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 I'm currently involved in is the one by Ama Kraweng and Vondo. It's led by Uprof, Uprof, my prof. I call her Prof, my prof, Dr. Fane Elwa Ajayi. She's from UWC. What she does, Budwam, is a wonderful work, a class, a whereby she inspires um, young students to dream to be in science because she herself is a doctor in science. Um, and so that's something that I definitely give my time to. And now what we're doing is that we're creating a partnership whereby we're building platforms that have never been seen at us so that students can have access to them and we're bringing people to us, people who are known and who are doing things there, educating them in finances, educating them in entrepreneurship. And then the third one that I'm currently involved in um, is a project called um, Dare to Dream. It's because people are not dreaming anymore, um, because of circumstances, because of other people who are 
not giving them hope, who are selling them dreams. Um, and the, uh, so people are not dreaming. And so this project is called Dare to Dream. And what they're doing is they're offering workshops and events um, in, 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 in high schools with, with, with the intention of having to say to students, your dreams are valid. Your dreams are valid. Yes. So it's not to say that we're only just creating platforms, but we're saying that it's good to dream. It's a good thing to dream from the circumstances that you're in. And sometimes, even if the, the circumstances are dry, it's good to have a dream in a dry land. And, and how, it's good to have a dream in a dry land. And so those are the three projects that I'm currently involved in. How do people get in touch with you if people want to support you in any way? How do people get in touch with you, Adengosi? Um, we can. We we are very much willing to receive any kind of support, um, um, from people. And people can reach out on us on our Facebook page. It's called Africa Can Foundation. Okay. And so it's it's A F R I K A C A N Foundation. And they can reach out on us. They will quickly reply. People can reach out to my personal Facebook page at Ngosikotrovesundala. And people can reach out as well if they want with my number, um, my personal number, 081-003-5316. Atenkosi Nzala, you're a true inspiration, my brother. Thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate your time. And I wish you all the best with all of your endeavors. Thank you very much for just inspiring us. Much appreciated. Thank you for having me in your station. Thank you, sir. Atenkosi Nzala. A South African doing great things. When we come back, I'll speak to another South African. She is in New York City, USA. She tells us what uh, is happening on the international entertainment scene. And that is Nadia Newfie to straight after this.